Thanks for tuning in to the Athletic Scholarship Corporation Radio Network. Heard worldwide on www.athleticscholarshipcorp.com. Your source for college recruiting help, training advice, motivation, and more from pro athletes, coaches, celebrities, and entrepreneurs worldwide. Hi, everybody. AJ Hodell, CEO and founder of the Athletic Scholarship Corporation and the Athletic Scholarship Corporation radio show, found on the web at www.athleticscholarshipcorp.com. Today, I have two special guests. We're going to talk social. We're going to talk. We're not going to tweet. We're going to talk today. And I have two guests, uh, former collegiate athletes, uh, aspiring entrepreneurs, running a great company trying to educate student athletes and parents about the, the downfall of social media and the misuses. So if we could start with Brandon Elliott, if you can introduce yourself, Brandon, a little background about yourself and your involvement with SMART, we'd appreciate it. Yes, I'm Brandon Elliott. I'm a registered nurse by trade. I graduated from the College of Mount St. Joseph in 2005, where I also played football. Uh, we were 0 and 10 my freshman year to 10 and 0 my senior year. Um, I'm a father as well as a husband. I have three daughters, uh, five, four, and one, and the SMART program is something that we kind of came up with, and from my side, um, just individually, it's just a way to give back to students. You know, there are so many different ways you can do it, and this is just the, the next up-and-coming thing where so many people are getting in trouble. So many people are learning how to, uh, are not learning how to drive a Ferrari with the social media, um, and we're going to try to teach them. Okay, and then next, uh, your partner, uh, Nick Williams, a little background on yourself. I appreciate it greatly. Yeah, no, not a problem. Uh, so, again, my name is Nick Williams, and I am the uh, other co-founder of the SMART program. Uh, like Brandon, I played college athletics as well. I went to Thomas More, um, enjoyed my time there. Uh, from there, it kind of led to us, myself and Brandon, helping out at our old high school, uh, for Selma Marion down here in Cincinnati. Um, with that, just interacting with the kids and uh, just started to see what, what was getting put out there on social media. And, um, seen a lot of good kids uh, costing themselves potential opportunities, um, whether it was college jobs or scholarship opportunities from the athletic side. And so uh, from that side, Brandon and I just felt uh, you know, a strong need to get out there and start talking to kids and help educate them, make them more aware, and become more responsible when they're using social media. Like Brandon said, um, you know, we've all been handed the keys to a Ferrari, but nobody's really taught us how to drive it at this point. So uh, we're just trying to give uh, advice so the kids uh, don't make these mistakes and, and they can, you know, take that next step that they all uh, strive to take and, and play in that, uh, that next level. Uh, beautiful. And we're going to talk in a minute about how, you know, we cross paths, obviously, social media. Ironically, social media is a great tool. It's a great platform when used properly. But I think that the, the student athletes today and even, you know, my, my own employees here at our organization we look at all the all the things they do. I do a reverse lookup with their email address. I look at all their social accounts. I see what they post, what they pin, what they retweet. And it really gives us a snapshot of their character. Because, of course, when someone interviews for a job or someone's talking to a coach for a potential scholarship or even an opportunity to play at that university, you better bet, and you guys are going to test to it in a second, that these college administrators, the admissions people, um, the coaches, they're all going to go look at your social media before you even know they're recruiting you. Is that what you guys see on your end also? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And that's, uh, you know, 
what we've done is we've reached out to you know, different connections and anywhere from Division One down to Division Three, um, NAIA, and just talked to coaches in admissions office. And you know, you hit the nail on the head, AJ. With, with what you hear is they feel like they're getting the real person mm-hmm. by looking at these social media accounts because they know that they, these kids have been coached up on what to say and do when they're in front of them. Um, you know, when you're on Twitter or you're on Instagram or on Snapchat, mom and dad aren't there to, to regulate you and hold your hand or, you know, teach you what to do. So absolutely, it's one of the first things that they're looking at because now the coaches' jobs are, you know, becoming at stake for potentially what kids are putting out there on social media. Uh, just take a look at what happened up in Minnesota uh, not too long ago with three guys getting kicked off the team because of what they posted on social media. Yeah, and, and these kids don't understand they have an obligation. My own daughter – when I took her into the athletic department, she's a freshman in high school. The first thing I said, uh, and unfortunate for my daughter, the athletic director is a friend of mine, played uh, arena football with me, so I, I know who he is. Um, but the, the dialogue was, for you to play sports is an opportunity and a privilege. It's not a right. Secondly, whatever you say on social media is a representation. Remember when we played earlier, we're both in the same age bracket. I'm a lot older than you guys, but... Remember the adage where the coach said, wear your colors properly? You don't go out to a bar back in the 90s when you played college ball in my life and wear your jersey. You don't act up. But the, the social media is like going to that bar and acting up digitally 24-7. Would you guys agree on that? Absolutely. And it, it ties into one of, the, one of our four questions we ask the students to, to ask themselves before they press in, and that's, is my family name at risk? And we, we tell the, the students who all think about themselves putting on a jersey, and the back of the jersey is your family name. But it's not just you. It's, it's your, your cousin, your sister, your brother, your family. How are they going to feel, or what are they going to feel like if they have to go to, to a game where you have to sit out because you post something negative on social media? And then we tell them to look at the front of their jersey. That's the school they go to, or the job that they have, the badge that they wear. If they're in a group, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, organizational groups, whatever they're in, they, these people are all affected by what you post. And now, more than ever, it's, you're, you're worldwide. And, and back when we were in high school and, and even the beginning of college, for us, it was just more or less word of mouth. And if you were a pretty good guy or a pretty good gal um, that would get someone to, to um, represent you or give you a good, a good word, you were good. And now mm-hmm. it's, they're going to go check you out. And it's, it's, that, it's fair or not, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, and I think with, in, on, on our end, 12 years later, dealing with just the recruiting side, and, and you guys have seen our content with Josh Gaines and Lee Evans, some pro football players, that you know what you put out there is, is done. You can't delete it. Well, ironically, we have a software where you can delete it. And it's, I'm not an advocate of – I think when you're young, we all make mistakes. I've made plenty of them. But my mistakes were in the backyard and no one else knew about it. Now, today, it's like these kids grab a megaphone and scream out everything in public for everybody to document and record on a mobile phone. And, and what I've seen, and, and in a minute, we're going to talk about maybe the worst case you've seen, but I've had a lot of kids lose opportunities late because they were using drugs on camera, smoking, drinking. And these college coaches, at the end of the day, especially at the D1 program, it's business for them. They feed their family. They're paid on winning. The school makes money on winning. They're not going to tolerate anybody that's going to put that at risk. It doesn't matter how good you are. It's just a different world today than it was five years ago, ten years ago. So what have you guys seen, maybe not even on the athletic side, just I know you guys counsel 
and go to, to uh, you know, if you're 501c3, you guys work on a nonprofit basis, which is tough because you got to raise money. And, and, you know, what do you guys do at the schools? I know you go to the high schools and speak. And, you know, if I'm a, a coach or an administrator listening to this show or get a, a link to it, what value do you bring to the high schools as far as your platform? Well, you know, why should I bring you in as yeah. an AD or a coach? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's a, it's a two-pronged approach, I think, from, from our end. So um, we actually are in process of developing a 15-minute tutorial that walks um, athletes specifically before they're, you know, you have to sign a waiver that you're not going to drink, you're not going to smoke, you know, you have to sign all those type of things. This would basically allow the coaches to have every athlete take this tutorial, um, and then at the end of each section it would have a quiz and then a test. Um, you have to get a passing grade, obviously, on that you know that test in order to be eligible to play, essentially. Um, and it would print out a certificate so that they would have something on record. Because now what you've done, you've held the student athlete accountable. It's one thing to be able to, you know, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, but from the very jump, you're now holding them accountable. And there's a ton of material that we put in this 15-minute uh, tutorial, and it walks them through all the negative possibilities, but we also walk them through what the positive options are as well. Um, so that's one avenue. The other avenue is, you know, we go in and we talk for anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour. Um, in our presentations, we bring uh, a different aspect. Um, you know, Brandon and myself, we're still young enough. They, they, they don't look at us as, uh, you know, mom and dad sometimes, but we're also not the administrator, the teacher, the principal who are constantly reminding them of these things. We're an outside voice, and that changes it up dramatically. But we also reach out to professional athletes. We've had the pleasure of working with uh, Cleveland Indians pitcher Craig Stamen, uh, Cleveland Browns defensive tackle John Hughes, um, former New England Patriot Mike Wright, and several other professional athletes um, who have done Q&As with us, who have done interviews, video interviews. And we use these videos in the presentation to really hammer home and reiterate what our points are. But our, you know, we, again, our goal is we try to make it as positive as we can, um, but we're absolutely going to talk to you about the pitfalls. We're going to show you real-life examples of people who deleted their tweets or their Instagram, but they were still found out and lost the job. Um, you know, the, the young man this past year lost his scholarship from Michigan State um, or lost his offer letter from Michigan State the day of National Signing Day because of what he put out there. Um, so that's the value we bring is that we're a different voice, but we're also putting in front of the students a lot of content, but professional athletes, business owners, um, a number of and a variety of people to give their perspective and, and give a little bit more background to how important social media is becoming today. And obviously uh, Johnny Manziel probably is not on your board of advisors. That's a safe statement, right? <laughs> yeah, we we're, uh, we're still trying to get through them. Hopefully, uh, Drew Rosenhaus can can uh, make a break back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's going to be a project, but that's a good example of how to ruin your brand. And let's talk about brand because that's what these kids don't understand is that you are a brand. The minute you go into high school as a freshman is when everything's documented. It's in your transcripts. It's in your guidance counselor's brain. So let's talk about the brand management and how to use social media properly. Well, this is a, this is a good one. Um, we tell each student as the presentation starts, you are a brand. Just like Nike, just like LeBron James, just like the shoes that you're wearing or the shirt that you're wearing or the school that you're attending. You are a brand, so treat yourself that way. 
So first and foremost, we, we go there with them. So now they're looking at themselves like LeBron or like a Starbucks. So when you post things positive, people are going to want to be around you. And when you post things negative, it's the same way. We, we give them examples of a hometown example for us is Adam Pacman Jones. Mm-hmm. The students, we talk to students all over the city and state, and they, they, they follow celebrities, they follow businesses, they follow their peers, they follow their schools. So we bring that information to them from those people. So we're talking about Adam Pacman Jones, and they, oh, well, he did, nothing happened to him after his tirade. Well, they don't understand, and that's why we're there. We're teaching them that, yes, he may have found another job, but he's also one of the one percenters on the planet. Mm-hmm. They get more chances. But with that, how many endorsements did he lose? How many teams walked away from the opportunity of bringing him to play for them? He had 32 options after he became a free agent. At the end of the day, there are only two teams that were willing to talk to him. That's, well, what, that's what we talk about with these students. And with your brand, your brand goes up, and it takes a long time to create this positive brand. Just like, just like we've done with businesses or with our family name or whatever it may be, it takes a long time to build a positive brand. And it can take just one second, one snap, one post, one, one press of send to ruin it all for yourself. And most of the time, it's not just going to be you. It's going to be your family. It's going to be uh, a, cl- a close acquaintance. You know, are you going to be the person that that has your sister t- getting a spank out from her classmates because of something you put on social media? That's and, where we go with the brand. And that's a great point because one of the things that we coach with our clients, part of our suite of services, everybody thinks we're just a recruiting guru. We know some coaches, and we can get favors. And the, you know, what we tell parents and student athletes is. You're a student athlete, and there's a whole body of work, and that involves academics, financial need, your social media behavior, and then your athletic ability. It's kind of like third in line at this point where it used to be if you were a great ball player, you could get away with anything, get in. Now, NCAA governs a lot of stuff. Um, it, it's just it's a different world. But when, you know, back to your point about the brand, people love negativity, and people want the negativity or something adverse because that's where you get a direct response immediately. People love watching what I think are disturbing videos, disturbing things, because they want to see other people fail. And let's use Tim Tebow as an example. A lot of people don't really care to even follow or pay attention to what he's doing because he talks about spirituality and positive things, and people don't like positive stuff. I'm not saying everybody's that way, but you look at using social media and one of the things I tell our clients is talk about your training, talk about your diet, talk about your passion for your sport, talk about your family. If you're religious, talk about your religion. That's okay. Don't retweet rap lyrics in Little Wayne because Little Wayne isn't going to write the check for your education. He could care less. He's getting you to listen to his garbage and that's all he cares about. So, you know, what have you guys seen that you just could not believe? And obviously you don't have to say a handle or point out a specific person, but have you guys seen something that when you're consulting or working with somebody and just blows your mind that why would you put it out there? Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, that list is a long one. Uh, <laughs> but I think the one that probably stood out to us the most was uh, a young man that, um, so prom season's right around the corner right now, as a matter of fact. And obviously, uh, when I went to prom, I just walked up in the hallway and asked the young lady if she wanted to get a prom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's, it's bigger than a marriage proposal. I mean, these guys are creating videos, doing all kinds of elaborate, you know, deals, uh, thanks to MTV and all the shows that they watch, they, they tell them they need to do these things. Um, 
with that, a young man asked his girlfriend to go to prom by asking her if she wanted to smoke a large blunt or if she just wanted to be regular in a lane and smoke a small blunt. Mm. Like, that was how he – and then, to top it off, they put it on social media, and all of a sudden it's retweeted 50 times. And, you know, it, it, and this is a guy who was a tweener, who was a guy that a uh, good ball player but undersized. Um, and so he needed every ounce of goodwill that he could get yeah. to potentially get that, get that opportunity. And that's what some of the kids miss out on. I think, and you can maybe speak to this even better than we can, is that you might be a two-star or a three-star guy. But if your character shows out, especially now via social media, and the coaches feel like you do have some potential that they can build with you and become that you know, four-year guy that really contributes to the team, maybe it's a junior or a senior, they may take the flyer on you over the four-star guy who's going to be an absolute character nightmare. I mean – and I think so many kids forget that. And, and unfortunately for this young man, you know, the, he doesn't smoke. He doesn't drink. He's a good kid. But he knew what was going to go viral, essentially. And so um, that's what he did. And it, just, it, 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 it took us back. I mean, I, I didn't know what to say at that moment. Well, I could top that. I had a, a contract school that hired us for several years to come in and you know, do the ACT prep and the social media and all the different aspects of this recruiting. And I'm watching a game and, and guys during a game on the, on their own team, same team got in a brawl, three guys got in a fight and they're fighting during a game. And I'm looking at the coach, like, what the heck is going on? Well, someone took a video of some sexual encounter with one of the guy's girlfriends and it went viral. I go, what? And he said, yeah, they shared it around school and text all these groups, and now it's all over the Internet. And uh, a particular Division One university found out, and they pulled the kid's scholarship. So he's looking at us going, what can you do to help me? And I'm like, you, you, you made your bed, you lie in it. There's nothing we can do. I'm not going to go to bat for you. I mean, you've clearly shown your true colors. So you have to be real careful and not worry about getting the attention and just stay the course is probably the best advice with this social media and use it as a positive marketing tool, and it may be boring. You may not get one retweet. Honestly, you probably won't. When I when I publish stuff, when we have like I don't know sixty thousand, seventy thousand followers in different pages, I don't I don't know. But when we post something positive and educating, it doesn't get traction. But when we do something like maybe we'll joke about something, or you know that face you make when you thought you were getting a full ride and you got nothing, people share that like crazy. So I, I, oh, think, yeah. I think the kids today need to step their game up and use the resources that are, you know, that are out there and leverage social media properly. I mean, there's marketing programs they could use or software. There's some cool stuff that they could use to contact all the coaches, do certain things they want to do. Um, what does uh, SMART stand for? Is that an acronym? Because I was sitting there looking and going, hmm, I wonder what that means. It's got to be social media something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you're down the right path there. It's the Social Media Awareness Responsibility Training Program. Um, and so uh, we just shortened it down to SMART because it, it made a lot of sense for us and not having to have a full mouthful there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's exactly what it stands for. What's your guys' website if people, administrators, or and I guess if an individual parent wants to, is there anything on your website that would be a useful tool to an individual parent, families, or administrator? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
couple things with that. I mean, we do put some of the videos that we capture from some of these uh, athletes and, and, you know, on that and those type of items out there. Uh, we'll have a blog and a blog that are coming um, as we're still fairly new uh, in the industry, uh, about a year old, but just revamped our website, so we've got a lot more stuff coming. But it's uh, www.smart-program.net. Um, and through our website, you know, there's a lot of things you can do. Um, we're also working with a couple different companies to, you know, close a, a few deals here hopefully soon that will be some additional value adds that you can get to. But it also is a way that you can reach Brandon and I uh, directly and ask us questions and, and, you know, see what we can do, um, you know, to help out in, in, on an individual basis because, I mean, we're here for that as well. Um, I mean, our big, you know, what we do right now is talk to – 100 to 300 kids at a time, but we're absolutely all for mentoring, you know, in a one-on-one -on -one situation as well. Now, do you see um, proactively, I mean, obviously in the Catholic private schools, I would see them embracing this, but do you see the coaches, administrators truly carrying the torch with you guys on this stuff, or is it like some of the stuff that I see on our end where ACT, SAT prep, they're like, yeah, 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 you know, I got to worry about coaching. How how much different is that coach's mentality today that you're seeing versus maybe when you played? Has it changed? I it, It's significantly different because the coaches are realizing that what these kids are putting out there can affect their job. Mm -hmm. And once they see that, they really want to come on board. We actually have a couple coaches that have done videos for us. Um, a lot of our initial traction was through coaches and athletic directors uh, getting back to their their schools or the counselors or their principals to, to get us into the schools. Mm -hmm. um, initially, we did start this thing specifically for student-athletes, and then the coaches, getting it back to the schools, took it another step further and said, you know what, every student needs to hear this because they represent us. They represent our school, our name. So that's, that's kind of the piece for the coaches um, is that they now know that whatever these kids are posting could be detrimental to their their job. Yeah, because, you know, to your point, the ACT score, uh, you know, they can sell that as, hey, the kid just didn't get the grade. Um, but now this, you know, you bring them in and the kid does something, you know, on social media, uh, again, now now everybody's looking at you and, and you know, potentially a, a loss of a, a job for you at that point. Yeah, there's so many angles for a kid to lose an opportunity, and there's such a microscope. But I think if a student-athlete uses it in a positive fashion, and really has this clean-cut brand, almost like Tebow-ish, that a coach will go, yeah, I, I, his 40 time isn't what I'm looking for, but there, there's something about this kid that I love. Because at the end of the day, they're investing in your character, and they're going to bring people on that they like, that they feel, because they already know their training program. They know their diet. They know their training program. So if you're 10 pounds off or a step too slow, I think they can fix that, but they can't fix people that are just out there in left field and not – you know, have behavior issues. They don't know how to fix those. Yeah, and especially when you talk about not only, and, and by no means would we ever condone, you know, doing bad things behind closed doors where people don't see it, but not only are you doing something that's not right, now you're posting it on a public public platform for anyone to see. So mm -hmm. now, you know, you've made two mistakes in a matter of, of a split second. And so, um, obviously, we talk a lot about, we break our presentation into respect, perception, and brand. Um, because at the end of the day, how you treat yourself and others, all these coaches want to – you hear them say all the time, these are my kids, these are my kids. And so they want – you know, 
they look at them as their own kids. And so they're looking at, hey, how, you know, this is how I raise my kids. You know, I, I want these guys to kind of fit that criteria, if you will, or I'm going to help them meet that criteria. Um, the perception piece, too many kids and too many adults even use social media as an alter ego. They use it as, you know, to become that celebrity that they're not. They will all want to be Kim Kardashian or, like you said, you know, uh, you know, Little Wayne or, or whoever it might be, when the reality is most of us are just Nick and Asia. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, the brand part that we already, you know, spoke to there. Yeah, and it's, it's it takes a long time, and it's a path that – and it took a little bit for me. I'm older now. I mean, I'm 43, so I'm a little – my gap with you guys is a little bit larger. But for me, I had to really embrace social media and – from a marketing and business standpoint, it's it's genius and it's great, but you really have to stay in, in stay in the box and stay in the ring, and and slowly build and and just work that brand. And it's a great way to do it. it doesn't cost you any money, and as long as you have good content and you have a good message, people are going to follow. Obviously, that's how we connected. You know, we're on the same page doing similar things, and um, you know, obviously, we'll work together in the future or or share information and and things that we have that work. I think our software that we use is phenomenal. I'm a little, I struggle with it sometimes because it's giving a kid a clean slate, but I think everybody deserves a clean slate once they're educated about these choices, as long as they're really not committing those acts. And they're like, you're saying that alter ego, you got to let them know, Hey, you just, it's not going to bring you any value. People are going to avoid you in life. If they see these things, when it hits the fan, they're going to run away. So we give them a clean slate. We show them what's wrong. We clean it up. And then going forward, we get alert if they do something wrong. Now we've got an issue. We just say, okay, we got we got a problem now. Um, and unfortunately, it's relative. When I get a 2.1 GPA kid, we get those issues. When I get a kid with a 3.7 and a 28 on the ACT, we don't have those issues. It's amazing how when you dial into their, you know, get in get in the sheets with them and really see what's going on that 3.8 kid doesn't have those issues. I mean, it's, it stuns me how it's so relative to the GPA. And that's true. Um, but also with that, we know that we were 115, 16, 17. Right. And like I, I'm, I'm going to go back to the uh, four questions we had the students ask themselves. And the, our first question is, am I upset? You know, and there's a stat that six, nearly 60% of teens edit or post something or edit or delete something that they reposted because of uh, being upset or angry. And you know how yeah. we get when we're upset, we, we, we lash out. And that's usually when you see a lot of these young folks get in trouble. Um, our second question is what I say this to my grandmother. You know, if, if you'll stand or show it to grandma, then most likely we're going to be okay with it and so are the coaches. Um, our third question is, um, well, I went to the fourth question, but our, our third question is, well, I'll be benched by my coach. Um, and, and we use the word coach because they're athletes, but um, also, that could be your, your your boss, your principal, your teacher, your your piano instructor. You know, are you going to lose time on the court because something you post? Are you are you going to lose your your player of the year award because something you put on social media? Uh, and then finally, like we said, the fourth question is my family name at risk. And we ask, we ask them that, ask themselves that before they post every single time. And with that, we always make sure that they understand that freedom of speech is not freedom of consequence. So you can say what you want. However, that doesn't mean that everyone's going to be okay with it. Just like you said about Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is posting positive things about, about God, and, but that doesn't mean everyone's going to like that. But as long as you are being, what we say, consistent with your brand, that's who you're going to be. If you, if you want to be a rapper, just make sure you understand that you're probably not going to get a job being a coach somewhere. You know, But if, you, if you're a corporate button-up guy, you're probably not going to get a job from Jay-Z. 
Yeah, I mean, who you're posting. Be consistent with who you want to be and understand the impact you can have on social media. And yeah, I, with, with we're going to leave it at this. We're going to kind of close out the show. I know you guys have a busy schedule and some other obligations, obviously, that we're made aware of ahead of time. I do appreciate your guys' time. But what's your biggest – I always ask everybody, every show, what's your biggest tip, one tip or advice? I'm going to give mine first, and then we'll go into yours. With social media and coaches and recruiting, these coaches are completely hip to when you have a page that says James Smith recruiting page. It's a dead giveaway to a coach that you got a second page. So they're already keen to that game. What do you guys, what's your best tip in regards to the social media? Yeah, I think uh, the biggest tip I can give, especially these young kids, um, you know, the, the language. Be really cognizant of your language. Um, you know, how you might talk at the barbershop is not how you really want to be, you know, necessarily speaking in, a, in, a, in my world, in a corporate setting, but that, you know, coaches don't want to see a bunch of F-bombs. They don't want to see uh, a bunch of, you know, terms that, that aren't becoming of, of a person. Um, also, how you speak to women. Just be really, really careful whether that's women, woman to woman or, or man to woman, um, how you speak to women, because those are the two biggest red flags that we're starting to hear a lot about from coaches. Um, and then the other one is be careful what you retweet um, or yeah. share or repost. Because a lot of the kids are like, oh, well, I didn't post it. Well, just because you didn't post it, you've now endorsed it. And so they're looking at that as, as, as if you said it. So those are probably our three, you know, three tips that I would leave that are, are very, very easily correctable. And mine is it's pretty simple. Uh, post positive. If you're posting positive, there's not a lot that people can say about you from a negative standpoint. There's not a lot that a coach can can put a, a negative in, in your box or X in your box on uh, for the social media category, and you're going to uplift others. You're going to change somebody's day by simply saying, you know, shout out to to AJ, you know, for a, for a great podcast. We appreciate the love. You're, you're not going to be upset by that at all, and, and neither is anyone in, in, on the planet at this point. You know, posting positive can change people's lives. It can stop the cyberbullying piece that we're all seeing. It can get you into colleges. It can separate you from your competitors. Oh, yeah, and I, I agree 100%. I think it's just a, a great reinforcement, and it can make a deal. Um, negative breaks a deal. There's no doubt about it. And, and one more thing on, on the posting, the, the racial stuff drives me nuts. The, the terminology used, um, black on black, I mean, it's disgusting. And I'm thinking you're, you're going to be recruited and go to an institution, and you've got a 3.8, or you want to go to Harvard, Cornell, Lehigh, one of those, and you're posting that type of stuff, you're not going to make it. There's nothing anybody can do to overcome that. And I just don't know. I always had a policy when I coached high school ball. If you use that term, and I know it's a term of endearment in, in R&B, and, 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 and I get it. I mean, I'm not, you know, I wasn't born yesterday. But it's just disrespectful as it gets. And my policy was if I used it, being a Caucasian coach, I would be in the, in the paper tomorrow. If you use it with a like player, it's still disrespectful. Um, and, and I know you guys see that. Probably it's more relevant and rampant than ever. It's, it's, it's bad. It's real bad. I mean, every huddle profile or tape I see and we look at, that's the first thing we look at and go, oh, no, we don't want to deal with this. Um, yeah, yeah. And even, like, the music that some of the kids pick up. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Like terrible. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? 
they did a feature. Uh, I was on I was on Stack TV. They came and interviewed me about, and the topic was highlight tapes, how to make effective ones, and the other was what kind of music should you pick. And I was like, this is common sense. Whatever you put on there is like part of your package. So they're watching this tape and they hear this gangster murder rap, and it's like, what are you thinking? And then I find out the dad put it together for the kid. <laughs> That's what <laughs> that was the shocker. Thanks, Dad. You know, uh, mine would be classical or spiritual music or something. I, I I wouldn't do some of the stuff I've seen, but I know you guys have seen it. Um, one more rundown on the website. Any type of social links you guys want to share with the listeners, please do so. And, uh, again, I appreciate your guys' time. Oh, no, not a problem. Yeah, so it's www.smart-program.net for the web address. Uh, our Twitter handle is just underscore smart program. That's going to be the same thing for Instagram, just underscore smart program. And then Snapchat is smart program. Um, on Facebook, we are smart program. So uh, pretty much you type smart program in, uh, you should be able to find us and our logo. Um, and you can also always get to any of our social uh, pages through our website as well. i got to ask you, now I'm getting some free help. I knew this was a great call. Snapchat, we don't do it. My understanding of Snapchat is... You send a message to a party, it kind of dissolves, disappears. If they screenshot it, you can tell they screenshot it. How do you use that in your marketing plan when dealing with – Is that do you use it to be able to consult or have a, a, a private messaging, or is it is it changed now? Is it still the same platform? Oh, no, it's, a, it's completely different. So, uh-huh. yes, you can, you can send a one-on-one message, but mm-hmm. now you can create a story. So you can string together uh, basically three minutes' worth of snacks. Um, of these 10 to 15 second snaps. And so anybody can now see that story. Um, and so what's happened is, and what we're seeing is the migration is now from Twitter to Snapchat because much like it was from Facebook to Twitter, um, Brandon's actually going to do a snap right now as we're talking, um, but they, yes, the pictures go away eventually, but the kids know the parents aren't on Snapchat. So that's where all the students want to be now. Um, and that's actually where we're seeing the biggest transgressions right now um, is on Snapchat. I mean, kids are getting a little bit smarter about Twitter. There's still a lot of mistakes made, but Snapchat is, uh, it's the wild, wild west right now. And so what, what we do is, you know, we follow each kid that we, you know, speak with. We, you know, we try to follow everybody that we can. Um, but you can find all kinds of stories about deleted Snapchats that we get to use in our presentation as an example. It's a good marketing piece, too, just because they get to see a full you. They get to see the full. So for us, they don't only get to see us in action at work, but they get to see us at home with our families, you know. Mm-hmm. They get to see the, the whole picture. This story is, is, your, is all of you. So uh, now these students are, for example, we're finding out, we're getting several emails and direct messages from students that we spoke to from different schools. Uh, because they trust us now, because now they see in, into us a little bit more, um, which is something that you know we, we thought about, but it's coming in a lot more heavy than we than we could imagine so quickly. Uh, but yeah, Snapchat really does it, and well, it's the behind the scenes. I think the kids really like. They like to see you know when we go to meet with John Hughes or the Cleveland Browns, they like to see us walking up, saying hello, and giving them a handshake. You know what I mean? They like to see that real interaction to know that we're not frauds. I guess you could say they want to see you know that we're being genuine with who we are. Yeah, and I think uh, LeBron dropped yesterday about he got off of unfollow the Cavs, and it was like a big deal. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. That's It's relevant. That's where we're at in society. It's not going to go away. Um, but 
LeBron did drop that he said, maybe I should do a Snapchat thing. And, and his, his premise was behind the scenes and that's what people want to see. And, you know, the days of politically correct, especially with Trump right now is out the window and people want to see real. That's what they appreciate and respect. Uh, and, and that's how we are in our business. Sometimes when clients meet with us, I look at the parents or one of our offices and say, Hey, you know, I know you hashtag D one bound D one bound, but you know, you're five ten, 155 pound receiver. You're a dime a dozen. So, um, you know, let's look at other things or how we can present you to colleges and maybe the D3s and get some discounts, some grants, things. And it's not what they want to hear. But at the end of the day, people respect candor. And I think that's probably why Snapchat's probably relevant. And we'll probably look into it. But I don't want to add another one. There's too many. <laughs> There's oh, too many. And, and then you haven't even, you haven't even touched on Periscope or Facebook Live. Uh, where, you know, yeah. It's immediate. You don't even get a chance to delete it. It's just whatever happens, happens. Um, to your point, and last thing, I apologize, AJ, but um, what I think, I, I wish more kids, being a Division three athlete myself, yes, I had Division one aspirations, but to your point, you know, at, at six foot and 160 pounds soaking wet, I knew what my reality was at some point once the offers weren't uh, rolling in from the big schools at, at my senior year, and I was getting a lot of D3 books. Um, my thing is if I had the access to, to social media, I could have potentially – most of my offers were from the Ohio area because that's who, you know, saw my all-state or my all-city, you know, not all-state, sorry, I wish I was all-state, my all-city um, recognition and, and all-league recognition was the state of Ohio mostly. Now with social media, that D2, D3 guy, he can reach out to the California coaches, to the Texas coaches, to all these people with a simple link to a huddle, and now everybody in the country has access to his highlight film and, and gives himself potentially more opportunities. Yeah, and I agree. And, um, you know, it's one of the hardest things in closing when on, on my end in the recruiting and our staff is is being that messenger. You don't want to be a dream killer because there is exceptions to the rule. I think you run with your desire, your passion, your drive, and you just keep going. And that's going to transition into your life, your real life, because sports is a short-lived window. Social media is a long one. Obviously, it's not going to go anywhere. Um, I think what you guys are doing is, is great. And as time goes on, I'm sure we'll mesh together even more and, and try to get a face-to-face -face time and, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing. And, and hopefully the listeners and administrators, when you guys pick this up, principals, ADs, whoever, invest a little bit in these guys, help them out with their mission. You know, gas isn't cheap. Time isn't cheap. Um, you know, I think it's great what you guys are doing as a nonprofit. Just keep keep at it. Appreciate it. And just so, just so those people know, if they're listening out in California or Texas, we are – working on uh, what we call smart certified speakers. So they may not have to fly us out there. We may have someone out there that can, that can do it, do the program and the presentation on our behalf.
Thanks for tuning in to the Athletic Scholarship Corporation Radio Network. Heard worldwide on www.athleticscholarshipcorp.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more college recruiting help, training advice, motivation, and more from pro athletes, coaches, celebrities, and entrepreneurs worldwide.